0: Hey, hi, hello, and welcome to episode 61 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. As always, I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Today we are going to talk about the things that you have to review before you should give up or quit or move on. And to be honest, I hate even saying those words because I'm not one to be like, Ugh, I give up on this or uh, to give up easily. But I do think that there is importance to us reviewing things that are at hand to realize if it is time for you to move on. And I really do think you can apply this to anything. I'm going to take this a little bit more into a mindset approach as I relate it to more of the business and kind of like tactical things that would go on in life. Um, So even if you're not like a business owner or something, I guess I would say this can apply to you with different tasks and things that uh, take up time rather than more of the relationship route, which I know that this category can kind of maneuver into, if you will. But we're gonna stay a little bit more on the, again, what I'm gonna call tactical side. Overall, I promise this is an episode that can definitely be applicable to everybody within every different walk of uh, work or um, mindset challenges, things of that nature. So overall, it's a good one. It's a good freaking one. So as always, go grab yourself a nice warm, yummy cup of coffee or tea, maybe hot chocolate, cause right now it's December, even though it is uh, 72 degrees out. Like what the hell is happening, Mother Nature? And let's dive in. Hi there, welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth, here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat, fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. As you heard me just giggle through before I let the intro uh, roll out, if you will, um, it is hot in Virginia. If you don't know, I am actually originally from Florida, so this 72 degrees in December is really throwing me off. I'm like, am I home? What the hell is happening? I really don't know how I feel about it, but I do know that my skin is the first thing to just be like, "Eh, what the hell is happening? I, am knock on wood, have very good skin overall, but I definitely fall more towards the dry side. And whenever the weather just kind of goes up and down really fast, my skin is then just like, "Um, give me moisture. Even if it is moist out, it's like, give me moisture. Even though I drink a gallon of water, it still wants moisture. I am like the prime definition of a houseplant. So I wanna take a moment really quick to talk about Frey Skincare. They are one of the sponsors of the show. Anytime on their website, if you use the code Danielle, spelled D-A-N-Y-E-L-L, you will always save monies. I truly love them because they support a lot of good, awesome things, and they also do so much research to make sure that they are assisting those that have a sweaty lifestyle. So rather that is on your mat, with a barbell, out for a run, all of their products are made for those who sweat and they smell good, it's super easy to use. Like I, before them, I really did not have a skincare routine. So I highly recommend them. And if you have any questions about favorite products or things like that, please send me a message. I am always happy to help. All right, so I've said this a thousand times, but I'm probably gonna say it a thousand times more. I hope that today is a shorter episode that's just like really easy to digest And something that is, again, kind of like a quick little topic that we would talk about over a coffee chat. And I am officially going to give up something. And it's been really hard for me to do, and I've kind of known that I've had to do it for a while, but I am an Enneagram 8. And for those of you that don't know, that basically just means that I like to have like I, I like to be in authority or have control. Um, I like to have be very organized. I am very type A. Uh, all of those things would fall under me. All of those things make Danielle. <laughs> but um, the book Essentialism, I have been listening to very more on the off rather than the on as I went through opening Skies the Limit, my yoga studio recently. But it goes into this idea a lot of just Finding time for the essential things and being okay with saying no to things whenever you need to. And lastly, being okay to adjust whenever you need to. And what really triggered me to talk about this on today's show was I saw a Instagram post and it was, I didn't save it or anything, so I don't know the exact quote, but it was overall something like, I give you permission To let go of the things that no longer serve your business that you started during COVID. And whenever I read that, it was definitely one of those, ooh, it made me stop my scroll. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're lying to yourself. We have all been there. We've all just been caught in the trap of scrolling through social media. And I read this one and I was just like, ooh, ooh, this one is hitting me in a way that I don't really want it to hit, but I'm happy that it is hitting. So for those of you that don't know, before COVID hit, I was doing everything in person. I had private clients from anything yoga to fitness or strength training. I was coaching at a CrossFit gym. And I was also running Sky's the Limit. Even though the studio did not exist, we started off as community-based, so I had a lot of community events throughout all of the Hampton Roads area, as well as in-person yoga teacher trainings. My point, though, is that everything I did was in-person, besides social media posts. Like, that was it, and responding to emails, I guess. Everything else was in-person. So obviously, I had to make adjustments, as so many of us did one of the adjustments that I made was to backtrack to things that I did before I even moved to this state years ago. I went back to writing programming for fitness, strength, mobility, and I went back to nutrition coaching. Both of those things I did years ago. I stopped them because part of me lost confidence, part of me uh, didn't really want to I was trying to launch sky's the limit and I thought that was going to go a different way it was going to take up time in a different way I mean there were just a lot of things a lot of reasons why I, I chose to go the route that I did now first off don't worry I'm not getting rid of those things all of my tcy coaching is staying as is whenever I switched though to being virtual there were two things that I added that I've never done before one was this show And the other is a platform called Meditate Don't Hate, my meditation platform. Now don't worry, again, of those two, I am assuming you like the show because you are here and I am blabbing in your headphones. The show is staying. I absolutely love, love, love this. This is truly, for me, a outlet that I think was a blessing in disguise from COVID. So I am so happy to be here and I'm going to continue to be here. So please keep listening. But Meditate Don't Hate, and this is really hard for me, but I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. And uh, and it's funny because the main reason why I've been holding on to it is because it's really easy for me, which makes you think that I would then keep it, right? Like it's an easy thing, so why not do it? But I feel like I am not showing up to my best potential. And I overall did what I like to call the let it go test. Um, and for me it's basically this idea of looking at something that you want to let go and then ask yourself two things how is it stressing you and how is it serving you I'm going to repeat that again how is it stressing you and how is it serving you so some backstory Meditate Don't Hate is simply a meditation platform that I created very similar to how I record these podcasts I basically was just recording meditation clips and For me, it's overall relatively easy. All of the meditations are short and digestible, so I would say 10 minutes to 15 minutes is the longest that you'll get. I have not recorded anything on there longer than 15. A large majority of them fall even closer to like that 7-minute time domain. So they're really short, aka pretty easy for me to put together. I would say the first month or two, it took me a little bit longer because I had to find some music and I was kind of just learning how to use a mic and feel comfortable talking with a mic. So those bits took a little bit longer, but overall, it was a pretty quick process for me. Um, My processing system I actually still use to charge clients for my other coaching services. So that was pretty easy to figure out, oh, I can integrate and upload my little uh, voice clips uh, right into Moonclerk. So done. Easy peasy. And within more recent times, to be honest, I would say since this past, like, maybe maybe like March-ish to now, so like over six months, I always get to this point where I'm like, oh, damn it, I have to record these. And like, it kind of stresses me out just to cut the time out to get the recording done. And it's funny because it's like, there are definitely times when I, I would be able to do it, but it's just like, I have to, like, here's the backstory, which I don't know if I've ever said this before, but I record everything in our upstairs loft, which is not ideal for recording. I surround myself in with blankets. Um, I, I also have to kind of plan my recording based on what is happening. So we live in a historic building. And if it is raining outside, all you will hear is rain. No matter what room I'm in, you're going to hear rain. So I can't record whenever it's raining. Um, I can't record if there is a lawnmower outside or if there is traffic or things like that. Like I, I base it around those things. I also suck at recording whenever Matt is in the house, so I have to plan it whenever he's not home, and just a lot of things. Actually, I might start recording in the studio soon because my office will probably handle that, but that's a, a different story. So for me, over the past, I would say four or five months, I have been trying to, every time I sit down to record meditations, ask myself the two S's for My little test, if you will, to see if it's time to let it go. So, for this test, I again asked myself, How is it stressing me and how is it serving me? So, the obvious stress one was just me making the time to record. And then that would kind of spiral for me. I would then get more stressed because I was like, Danielle, this is such an easy hour at max every month. Like, how are you not doing this? And I would then get more stressed at myself because of the stress. I hope that makes sense and I don't sound crazy. Um, So I was getting stressed because of the stress. And then I was also realizing that I was not promoting it the way that I should. So I do a pretty good job, at least on like Sky's Element I can talk about, of posting about like when events are happening, what classes we have, the grand opening, like using social media to market. That is really the only way that I market, period, is social media. And whenever it comes to the caffeinated yogi, I have done an okay job with promoting more of my strength coaching, mobility coaching, nutrition coaching. Yet whenever it came to meditation, I just, it was so out of sight, out of mind for me. And I do not do well with out of sight, out of mind. If I don't see it, then I don't talk about it. And if I don't talk about it, how are people going to know about it? And if people don't know about it, how are they going? How and why are they going to pay for it? So that for me was a big, it's, it honestly is such an easy source of income. And I made sure that I priced it really low. I was only doing an additional four meditations a month is what I was recording. And it was easy for me to then make that price point really low, five bucks a month. I felt like I had to be at that price point because there are really big apps out there that provide meditation services for at that price or maybe even less than that price. So it was definitely something that was affordable, yet and I know that I could probably get a ton of people to get on board, to be honest. But it's just not, I, I don't like sit there and think to myself like, oh, got to post about this meditation app. Like it just, it doesn't, it doesn't cross my mind. And that was also stressing me out because I then feel like I was doing a shitty job at promoting myself or promoting my business. And that just caused more stress. So again, I was then getting stressed at the stress at the stressed. If that makes sense at all, um, so other way was then how was it um, satisfying me? And to be honest, it just wasn't. Period. The only way that it was satisfying me is that I felt zen after doing my recordings. Like selfishly, I, 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 I literally close my eyes and I go through a meditation like process as I record them. So I felt calm afterwards so like yay I guess I was helping the stress that I gave myself before but that was really it that was the only satisfaction I was getting I definitely was not growing if you will and that kind of made me sad Um, and it just wasn't fulfilling me in any sort of way so my point of mentioning this double s test if you will is to apply this often because for some reason, our society has this idea that like failure is bad. And I'm not trying to say they even failed at it, but let's even relate this to being in school. At least for me, whenever I was growing up, like my mom was okay with A's and B's. C's and below were not okay. And I understand that she realized I had the potential to do this. Yet I also, if I was to have a child and if they, let's say, failed, I would more so be like, Okay. Now we have to learn from this and I would really push them to do better to then feel that reward of like look at what you did before and look at what you can do now because that feeling is freaking fantastic and I think we have to try to take that mindset with us elsewhere. So this quote that I saw on Instagram that's basically like if something that you started before is no longer serving you I give you permission to say deuces and I hope that I'm right now giving you permission to do the same thing. We have all made adjustments over the past almost two years. Some of them are adjustments that might be for the better. Like maybe you now value more time at home. You have more respect for your family and you have more respect for that uh, like work-life balance hours, if you will. Like, cool, that's awesome that you built that. Maybe you've now developed an at-home yoga practice. Like fantastic, A plus to you but there might be other things that are no longer serving you. And whatever that may be, if it's something for me, like I added this on because I knew that I needed to try and bring in revenue from any avenue I can think of, and it's just not supporting me or fulfilling me in any sort of way, then give yourself permission to let it go. Uh, and, The last bit that I want to say before I I let you go is um, let this also, though, apply over time. So for me, I would say I probably could have cut ties uh, a while ago to this guy. Poor little meditate, don't hate. <laughs> but um, I, I do think that there's something to say of just continuously giving yourself a try so long as that stress factor is not crazy high. Like don't just jump straight to the, eh, well, this didn't work out, okay, bye. Like no, you're not gonna get anywhere if we do that. But take time to just like measure out. This is 100% where a pros and cons list can come into effect. Let the... Uh, Let the pros be the what is stressing you, or sorry, I guess opposite. Let the cons be what is stressing you and let the pros be what is satisfying you and kind of weigh those out. Yes, you might have a lot of stresses, but if it's something that is really bringing you this large amount of satisfaction, from my standpoint, maybe that would be financially and I needed the finances. So I stuck with it for an extra few months. That wasn't the case, but maybe it was like take time to fully dive into that Learn about the thing at hand so that you can then learn about yourself. Like I said, that's really all I have for today. Um, But I definitely think this is one that can continue on beyond this episode. I love, love, love whenever you guys send me messages. So let's freaking keep it coming, especially with something like this where it might just be an easy topic to kind of roll off the tongue in an Instagram message, if you will. So if you're not already, please follow at the Caffeinated Yogi Co. and at Caffeinated Yogi Talks. The first one is my personal. The second is the home just for the podcast. Um, Send me a message so we can chat about episode 61. Talk about your little let it go test. I would love to hear and maybe give you some feedback if you are looking for it. Sometimes hearing an outsider's opinion can be so helpful and beneficial and a way to just kind of help you grow If you haven't already, you can truly help your girl out by doing one of two things. Number one, take a screenshot of what you're listening to and share that on something like your Instagram story. And number two, if whatever device or app you're listening to this on gives you the option to provide a rating, please just give a little tippy tap to the five stars. Either one just helps me get exposure to more humans. And last but not least, thank you oh so much for tuning in. And until next Tuesday, namaste and sleigh boothing.